Taku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Ender, and I'm joined here with this guy named Chris. Yo, yo. Well, you said and we're from the TakuSpirit.com website. What did I say? Well, you sounded like you. Were, you so you're just you just want to copy me? Yeah, yeah. That's, I was wanting to get that out there, so everybody knows that Chris likes to copy. Okay, people. I've spent 35 years having you copy me, so uh, you know. 35 years? I don't even 35 years old. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> Do we know each other from a past life? Did we enter death parades, little Deckham room, and I don't know did that stuff? I, I haven't. I don't remember. School. I don't remember. I think they said something about not remembering. That sucks. But maybe, maybe we played billiards together. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but yeah. Again, we're from MatakaSpirit.com website. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our wonderful community at the top on the link up there. We have all our social media links on the right side. And Chris is being very flustered because I think he lost our document. Yes, I did. Okay. Do you need help finding your document? Or do you just want me to roll with it until you find it? Just go with it. Okay, we're going with it. Uh, but yeah, this is a discussional podcast. That's why we're talking stupidly and not in order at all. Because we do that during discussional podcasts. So this is the end? Yes, we're done. <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. This is all, I mean, the show's ended? This is the last episode, everybody. No, right. I... Oh, wait. Right. Hey, you know, you're going out of order. Might as well. Okay. This is the last episode. This is the first episode of the Otaku Spirit. This is the first Cast. episode, too. We're very nervous. <laughs> we thank you all for listening to us. Probably nobody will listen to us. I think we said that a lot when we were doing our first podcast. Like, nobody's listening to us. Yeah, we and can't do that reason, no more because we actually know that people are listening now. For some reason, stats are showing up. People, people are, are actually listening. getting on to us for saying things. So You're yelling at me for making fun of JoJo's. I'm sorry. I don't hate JoJo's. I'm going to make a joke later about JoJo, but <laughs> I'm you're, debating you're if I'm going to make a joke pre-warning later. pre-warning everybody about it. So it, I'm it, still debating. <laughs> it's just, it's there and it's so easy. <laughs> I feel so angry about JoJo. It's like, don't mess with the tight moonies, don't mess with the JoJo's. Yeah, pretty much. Where the other ones are there? Uh, the Naruto's. I'm assuming if you, I'd have never messed with the Naruto. I've never, sure. I've never seen that bad of a fan, f- fandom for Naruto. I, I hear it's out. They're all there. on social medias that we don't even use because we're too old. <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure they're out there. Well, but yeah, this is a discussional podcast, like I was saying earlier, and this is where we talk about the news that we 
care about or that Andrew's seen that was interesting on on news links and then we go in the community and we answer questions that people ask us for some reason and then which I guess is another proof that people listen to us. Yeah. Or it could just be that they're really clever Google bots or something. Yeah, we could go with that too. Okay. I know it's supposed to block them, but they could be Google bots. You're all Google bots, aren't you? <laughs> I know that you way you're talking there, Semibolt. I know that you're a Google bot. But yeah, well, let's get started. Uh, the first bit of news, and since we haven't had a discussional in like quite a few weeks, uh, Evangelion 3.33 actually happened. It yes, like appeared. I can confirm. It arrived I in it. a bag. I have officially watched it, so I can confirm that it is out. He finally watched it. Yes. Andrew watched it in ways that he shouldn't have. <laughs> and Chris Here, put watched your hand it. out so I can slap it. Ow. Itai. <laughs> but yeah, it's it actually released. Uh, I confirmed it. I mean, Right Stuff was saying that they had it. And I said, I don't believe you. Show me pictures. And they never show me pictures. <laughs> so Anime Today, you're, you're failing right now. You're supposed to show me pictures. And that's the whole joke. And then... I had to wait like two, like two weeks later because right stuff gets early for Amazon to ship it because two years ago I pre-ordered it with Amazon. It was like 20 bucks. So I'm like, I, I'll just keep that pre-order and I'll wait. Um, but it arrived. It arrived. It was damaged. So I had to ship that one back and get another one cross-shipped. And that one was kind of damaged. Thank you, Amazon.com, for shipping things in padded envelopes when they're supposed to be, quote-unquote, you know early release limited edition kind of things. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, it, it arrived. I watched, I confirmed, I watched Chris watch a bit of it, and I said, <laughs> yes, this is indeed 3.33, even though it's confusing at first. Stick with it, Chris. It's okay. And yeah, it's it's out. So. Yeah, I didn't see the scene that I was quote-unquote <laughs> spoiled on, so. I At some point, I'm like, well, I just watched it. What's this thing? And I'm like... Wait, it might be something having to do with the next one, but four 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 point four four hasn't even like been touched at all, really. So, <laughs> what is it? And he tells him like, "That's really funny, but no." <laughs> but I might have missed something. I don't remember anything in that regard. Uh, but yeah, some spoilers are funny. Yeah, entertaining. Uh, but yeah, go out there, get it. It's at Right Stuff. It's at Funimation.com. It's at Amazon. Anywhere pretty much has it. Uh, hopefully, we'll get the blu-ray of evangelion eventually because i thought it was like man do we do we review it well what, what, what's what's your your quick thoughts on it i mean good bad on the 333 three? yeah since we're not it really wasn't review. it wasn't i mean it wasn't like it had done anything different than what evangelion does it's it's a beautiful show and it's confusing as all get out <laughs> and i i seen that, actually, I kind of like that Asuka hitting the window scene. I was like, okay, now well, I finally got context it, to that uh, scene. <laughs> we had like somebody on the forums that had that for a long time. Uh, oh, God, I can't remember her name anymore. And now I feel really bad. She was our soon day for the longest time on the forums. Oh, uh, She had a gif of it on her signature. And yeah. I was like, I really want to watch that because I want to see this punch scene. <laughs> I, uh, I keep wanting to call her Miss Murder. Lang- Miss Murder, yeah. yeah. Because her character she, in, her character in that game was, was something else. Huh? Was it her that had it in the signature or was it somebody else? I'm pretty sure it was her. It might have been somebody else. If it's somebody else, I'm sorry. I haven't seen you in a She while. was all about Asuka. Mm-hmm. We miss yeah. you, Miss Murder. It's out. It's if you're released. still listening to us. Probably not. 
Probably not. People get sick of us after a while. They don't like us no more. And they run away. <laughs> they don't like us anymore. Anyways, uh, moving forward. In other Funimation news, kind of, uh, I got an inquiry by um, on Twitter, I mean, think from Neon Genesis, in regards to the user, Neon Genesis, not the show. The show doesn't care about our podcast. Re- mm-hmm. Inquiring about this quote-unquote uh, conspiracy about uh, Anaplex taking everything away from Funimation. Now, I'm saying conspiracy as in the fact that that's the, that's the running joke, joke around this. It's not that I'm making fun of people inquiring on it. And I, I it sucks because I'm looking into it and it's like you can't really find any definitive answers because you would assume Funimation doesn't want to come out and say, yeah, they bullied us and took it away because they don't want to ruin partnerships with Aniplex because Aniplex, you know, has a lot of strength in Japan in making these animes. You don't want to make them mad, otherwise you're going to lose a lot of potential shows to get. And I'm assuming Aniplex America isn't going to say anything because they're just going to end up, you know, shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, But it is a case where a lot of shows that Funimation has that has, you know, Aniplex as being either a full-on holder or having some kind of works with it, is basically all those licenses are expiring and Aniplex is pretty much, you would assume, is taking them back. And it's getting really crazy lately because, I mean, we had, like, Bacano, uh, Darker Than Black, Season 1, were dropping, and then the recent one that got everybody crazy psycho about is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and Full Metal Alchemist Conqueror of uh, Shambhala. Those are some big ticket items for Funimation. So that seeing them lose that, that's like that's their bread and butter. That I think was their second highest selling show that they have in their entire marketplace. So it sucks to hear that for Funimation's sake. But at the same time, it also sucks because I do understand that some people are going, wow, this means that this show is going to be lost to the Aniplex pricing. Yeah, well, it, the way I look at it is uh, Funimation made a lot of money off of it. Aniplex wants that money, and they took it back. I that mean, would be the assumption, yeah. It's it's as simple as that. And plus, I mean, technically, they're competing against each other, both having streaming sites, so... Well, Aniplex doesn't have, but Aniplex does go through a lot of sources. They don't have a streaming site? Mm-mm. Don't they have a, a non-pay streaming site, though? No. No. I'm for sure they did. They, all their stuff goes through like Hulu and Funimation and Crunchyroll, uh, um, Xbox, YouTube. I mean, you can go to anaplexusa.com slash watch and you can see their entire listing of stuff. And the reason why I'm pointing that out is because at this point, what I tell everybody is if you go to that site and you see anything on that right side that is from a publisher besides Anaplex... Sentai Holding, Funimation. I would assume that any of these shows that are big ticket shows are probably going to end up going back in Anaplex's hold. And so my pretty much my answer to people wondering about like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is, yeah, if you can buy it now, buy it now. Um, because the fear is, well, there's a two-sided thing. One, and this is what I hope, is that Funimation or uh, Anaplex will get it, Bacano. Uh, Funimation had the DVD for Bacano, and Aniplex has the Blu-ray. Uh, getting Darker Than Black back to Aniplex America. My only hope that this would turn out to be is that Aniplex America will give them really awesome releases. 
like good quality Blu-rays, whatnot releases. The fear, of course, is, is that they're going to be really expensive. The other fear is they might just hold on to it for a long time. I'm assuming that Brotherhood, they're going to just hold on to. And I don't think, I don't think they're going to make a release for quite a while because I think this is, might be the side effect of Funimation from Anaplex's view. My assumption from Anaplex's view is they're making a lot of money off of that. And then they have all these save versions that they're selling like crazy. They're saturating the market with these shows that nobody needs it anymore. The save mm-hmm. versions for like, uh, you know, Shiki or something like that. There's so many of them out there because they're 15 bucks each. Everybody's got it that wants it. There's no point in them taking Shiki back and then going, well, here's a super duper $200 Shiki complete set limited edition that has a booklet in it and a flimsy hardcover thingy. Nobody's going to buy it. Yeah. Because everybody that wants it has it. And there's so many printed that they're probably still sitting in Amazon's warehouse waiting to be sold. So I, I have a feeling they're going to hold on to these stuff, this stuff, and they're not going to they're not going to let it go. So I would snag it now if you want to snag them. Uh, like I said, check out that full list. And if there's anything in there that you're like, I'm not sure if you want it, grab it now because next month they can announce five more shows that are pulling from whatever sources. Uh, I think the ones that I've I've been able to confirm, and I don't have not not really confirm, soft confirmed because I haven't really seen a full announcement for all of them. But there's Bacano, Darker Than Black season one, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Full Metal Alchemist uh, Conqueror of Shambhala, Hell Girl, and Jing, Nurima, and I think that's all the ones I end up searching. There's a whole bunch of other ones, but that was the ones that I actually searched. They're not like in Funimation's library anymore. They just they just disappeared from their site. They no longer stream them. Uh, Funimation does still have the second season of Dark and the Black. If anybody actually cares about that thing, that thing, <laughs> cringe, <laughs> cringe noise. Um, I will say on the opposite end, I don't think Funimation is completely uh, free of any sin in this whole thing because, for one. They said if Dark and the Black Season 1 Limited Edition sold really crazy, they would do a regular Blu-ray release. So they were begging people to basically buy that to justify a standard release. And it's obvious now that that was not even in their mind because their license went up. Maybe they could have offered them more money. And that's the other side of this. They could have offered Anaplex probably a certain amount to keep the stuff. And they probably couldn't offer enough. I mean, there's yeah, it's very. It's possible. a business, like Chris kind of alluded to. It, this is a business, and so when I look at this as a controversy, quote unquote, I don't because Anaplex owns this stuff. They put their money into the making this stuff possible. They were on production committees for the stuff. They own this stuff. They forked the money for the stuff. It's not Funimation stuff. This is Anaplex's stuff. They Funimation said, "Hey, let us stream it for a while." Let us release physical editions for it for a while. And they said, okay, how much? All right, go ahead, have it, have at it, show it around, sell it, whatever you want to do for this amount of time. And that time ran up, and they're bringing it back. That's really all it is. Um, and I know, I know a lot of the other shows already have confirmed like 19, or 2017 uh, expiration dates. So, Not to mention you have, you have the market. The market is shifting like dramatically uh, because you have a lot of big ticket people getting into putting their hands in the mix um you, you you're you're gonna start seeing assets start shifting around a lot especially the bigger names uh full metal alchemist is just kind of the 
it's the perfect example of what is happening in our market right now because you have um, the the whole thing with Dragon Ball Super. You could very well figure that there's a big name out there that is holding this out right now, trying to figure out a way to attack the American market. It's probably very well Toei. Um, just trying to figure out how they want to deal with the U.S. market because they know Dragon Ball is a huge name in the American market. You know what I'm saying? And it could and it could also be a good sign of that Amplex America is seeing that there's a, another business opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they wouldn't take the stuff. They wouldn't... If it is true that they either said, no, no matter what you want to pay us, we're not going to let you continue it, or... No matter, maybe if it's a case where they're like, no, give us a lot more money, they might see that they can have better, make better, more money by taking it back and selling it. So that shows they see that whatever information was giving them to hold the contract, they can make more. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or maybe Funimation was like, we, we're done. We, we've sold too many and we don't care about it no more. Or the, the season one of Darker Than Black limited edition didn't sell for snot, so take it back. We don't want it no more kind of thing. Uh, who knows? Uh, like I said, there's there's too many things that we can't really say because we don't really have much speculation going. So, uh, in other news for Funimation, this is a Funimation episode, by the way. Uh, they have announced, and this is kind of piggybacking off that stuff. Is this idea? I'm wondering if this is a direct result of this. You have this whole thing going on with all these, like especially Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, all these licenses that Funimation are now losing. What can they do to kind of counter that. You're talking about Full Metal Alchemist, their number two seller. They're losing that. What are they, they going to do to back that up? Dimension W. This is this, this new thing that Funimation has been trying, where they're on the, the production committees for a new anime show. They are like, you can't take this from us, Anaplex. <laughs> this is our baby, kind of thing. Um, but anyways, uh, the new thing with the Funimation dealing with Dimension W is that they're going to premiere it on Toonami on February 27th. Sounds great. Sounds pretty big. Mm-hmm. I, when, I, when I seen that, it was like, a, I know that there's a, 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 an issue with all these shows that all these Funimation and Country Roll get is that they can't do something like that because they don't, they're just owning streaming rights. But in this case, Funimation is part of this committee. They can go, let's throw this on Toonami and get it big. And there, there's, I just see that as a, like a way of making this show wildfire. We've been enjoying it. And we're liking the aspect that it is a successful show because this is showing Funimation. Yeah, being throwing your money out there and making the shows your own is a great way to. And that's another thing. I mean, the fact that they gave up on on Full Metal Alchemist might be just a shift of priorities. They are going mm-hmm. from from hey, we're not going to try and f- keep fighting for these licenses if they don't want it on our our market. That's fine. Let them do what they're going to do. This is what we're going to do, and shifting their focus into something that they have a hope is going to a lot work more in the profitable. future. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they can if they can make the next Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, they're going to make a lot more money on it than having to worry about contracts and and whatever fees they have to pay in for whatever percentage they make. Um, but like I said, throwing that on Toonami is a great way of making them everybody a wider audience. I mean, I would imagine that the streaming is great, but this just opens it up so much more to anybody that is either not in the know on the internet or that just watch Toonami. I mean, they're gonna get they're gonna get the eyeballs that they need to make that more of a bigger success. Um, it was kind of funny because at some point I was going, 
Chris, I just realized I don't think I've seen anything on a Funimation about broadcast dubs, and we're like on episode five on all this stuff. At, at what point did we have the broadcast dub be announced? I'm wondering if they're dropping the broadcast dubs. And then sure enough, we get a big old huge list of stuff right after I question that and think of talking about it on the podcast. Um, but they are not going to do the broadcast dubs of Dimension W until it airs on February 27th on Toonami. So if you're looking for those broadcast dubs, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer before you can start seeing that. Um, in that same kind of news bit, they did kind of point out they're still doing their little dev diary thing, which I didn't even know about. So I went and checked that out, and it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, pretty much Funimation is doing this little YouTube dev diaries where they just show you behind the scenes. They are on this committee. They are behind the scenes. They're showing you how they're doing the sounds. They got recording sounds from their, their Toyota GT. They're talking to the, they're talking to Mira. They're talking to uh, Kioma, the voice actors and the voice actress. And they're getting all this cool little insight in the background. They're, they're doing the pre-production uh, meetings. They're kind of getting you that insight in that. So if you want to definitely go check that out. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, I had heard something about that. I'm probably going to have to go and check that out at some point. I didn't know Mira was in there. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Mira's on it? I got to go check that out. No, it's funny because Kiyoma's voice actor uh, actor or CEO, he's like, totally sounds, de- uh, doesn't sound like Kiyoma because he doesn't have that gruff and inner, that, that inner energy that, that Kiyoma sounds like he has. And then Mira's over here, the, the CEO for Mira's over here, and she just kind of, yep, that's Mira. <laughs> that's her voice. I can hear her just plain and clear. Um, just kind of just slips out there. She re- doesn't really have much of a pitch change in her voice when she's voicing Mira, apparently. So, but yeah, really cool stuff. Uh, definitely check that out if you if you have time. Uh, if you want an easy way to find it, I would probably just go to Funimation channel on, on YouTube. It's probably in a playlist there. But, yeah. Cool stuff, though. I, I'm really excited to see that on Toonami. Uh, I hope that makes the show explode. I hope that ends up giving them that boost back they're going to lose from, like I said, losing those licenses. Um, and speaking of uh, the, the the dubs and the uh, simul dubs that I was speaking about earlier, we do have a full list here that I have. Fairy Tale Zero, of course, is going to have a simul dub for that one. Uh, Pandora and the Crimson Shell Ghost Urn. It was a little weird listening to that one, and it was kind of odd they chose Pandora and the Crimson Shell. I thought that that would probably one they would very, kind of Very, very select. Yeah, that's a very select uh, audience for that one. So It's funny because it's one of those things where it makes you wonder, is it more successful than we think it is kind of thing? So It's possible. Uh, Divine Gate. Uh, so now you can hear English voices to all those tragic history children. Uh, Grimgar of the Fantasy, or of Fantasy and Ash. I actually listened to that one. I thought it was really good. Oh, did you? I'm, I was I was very impressed by the work they did for Grimgar. Uh, Grimgar, Grimgar, I'm happy is getting one. Yeah, yep. I, I I pretty much replied to their their first episode they post on Twitter saying, "Sounds good." I don't know if you'll ever be able to capture Ranta's annoying voice, and I hope I get a really amazing limited edition out of this series because I'll buy it. Um, Assassination Classrooms 2, uh, that's, that's pretty much a given. Uh, Dakashi Kashi, that one was a weird one. The dub yeah, on I would think that a, a dub of that one would be a little bit odd. I, I just don't... Unless, that's, unless, that's unless, unless they're using it as, like, a training. 
I, I, you, you know, you don't want the new seiyus or the new voice actors to come so in mean. and take on a so a mean. big name. That's so you Pandora. give them something like this to get them Takashi trained Kashi up. Takashi not small. That would be Pandora, which that does sound like a training camp. Takashi Kashi, how many people in America do you think are actually enjoying that? Versus Pandora, the Crimson Shell? <laughs> There's a lot of shows. I can that I okay, say, okay. Of all these, you can I think you can make you can make a one. case. You can make a case for Pandora because it's got the Yuri stuff in there. It's got the robots, the the goofy antics. Yeah, let's see how let's see how uncomfortable you can still voice a. Uh, <laughs> 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 what but, is she but doing Degashi to that Kashi, girl? But Degashi Kashi, no, I can't do this anymore. I quit. <laughs> but it's Degashi, like you only hire the people for Pandora that you know are going to run off to a newspaper and get you like. Thrown on to Twitter pages, yeah, right? Stuff and, and it's <laughs> by all groups of. Yeah, I, I, I was. They were making me voice a little girl, <laughs> and she was had being raped by it. another little girl. <laughs> but so no, uh, no, I, I can, I, I can, I can't really see, um, Degashi Kashi as something that you would want to dub in America. I really don't. Oh, I don't. And it's, it's weird because it's one of those ones where it's like every two seconds they are saying some kind of Japanese name that they're just butchering. <laughs> like, Oh, I can and, and I don't blame them. It's like I, I butcher those names too. I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody. But it's just one of those things where I could just see somebody looking at that paper and going – what's that what is what is this word and like yeah it's it's a food it's it's a food don't worry it's but how do you say it i mean it's there are a lot of really weird japanese names in there so and then then you still have somebody has to call somebody you or yo so his name is yo yeah it's yo yo okay coconuts yeah coconuts i didn't actually see if they they call them coconuts and coconutsu they would probably just say coconut and then go you know you're supposed to say coconutsu this time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and the last one I have here is uh, Prince of Stride Alternative. Um, so, and that one, that one is in the middle. I think that it's a good, uh, it, it's a good title for them. Well, I to think dub. Free does well with them, so I would imagine yeah. that Prince of Stride would probably do well too. So. I think, I think that's a good, solid one to do. Yeah. Fairy Tale Zero, I was kind of questioning. I can see it because it's just a natural extension to the Fairy Tale universe, so it's it might as well just go ahead and get it. But yeah, the the other the other two are I would be Divine Gate, very limited audience. I can see that one. Assassination Classroom, I can see people picking up though. Yeah, it's a continuation. They usually kind of continue those shows. Speaking of Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, the first Blu-ray DVD will ship with a ten-minute episode two point five. Is it going to ship? Is it going to ship? ship Ranta, Ranta, and. Uh, and what's his face? And what's his face? Yes, the, Ranta the and what's guy? his face? Tank guy. Yes, tank guy. Okay, gotcha. tank guy and Ranta yeah. shipped. <laughs> you 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 hear it first. You got it here first. Warrior on and Dark Knight action. <laughs> mm. He'll be Ranta's familiar. Oh. Anyways, episode two point five is going to be a ten minute little excerpt on the Blu-ray DVD. Um, it is called. One more centimeter, youth hung on the bath wall. Okay, we just talked about shipping, and you don't want to put something like that out there. Youth hung on the bath wall. Oh, yeah. Featuring 
Yume and Shihiro? What the heck? Why would that talk about the guys here? Anyways, yeah. Yume and uh, Shihiro are bathing while a male cast listen outside the bath wall. So you remember that little final bit of episode two where you see like Ranta's running off to the bath and then stuff starts flying at everybody and then the next episode it's really, really awkward. And we were kind of questioning why is like, uh, what was his name? Har- Har- the main character, Haruhi or whatever his name is? Haruhiro. hero. He's like, we're like, why is he having to apologize? Well, this kind of explains it. They were all kind of listening outside this bath. So you can go online. There is a little excerpt that they released online of like a little clip of it. No, only we like it because everybody else hates fan service. Okay, anybody out there that's like us that actually likes fan service, <laughs> you can find a little clip of it. It's out there online and it just kind of features the guys outside there and they're hearing. It's really weird because they have like this weird beatboxing happening. And then, like, the sound of the girls is, like, really loud. And you can, you, you, they actually have subtitles on the bottom because you, they're actually sitting there whispering to each other the entire time. I just got a kick out of it because at some point, Haruhiro, uh, like, just, just, like, plops down, like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And then you see Ranta over there, and he's just kind of holding, like, a whisper laugh. <laughs> it's, like, just so... He starts doing it's some so kind natural of, looking. He, does, so he, st- he starts going into some full on lecture on yes. on stuff. I yeah, and, and, and you know you know what he's wall. you know generally what he's probably saying because you've seen these scenes a million and a half times. So he looked like a cult leader for a while. Yeah. There. he was up <laughs> on a soapbox and everybody else is kind of just huddling down. It looked really really dorky. So I, I definitely kind of look forward to that. Hopefully Funimation whenever they do the the release they'll kind of. Slip that one in there, please, Funimation. Just slip that in there. Okay, yeah, cool. All right, cool. But yeah, moving forward, let's move on to more fan service. I have so much fan service in this episode. I, I just seen this and I had to, I had to bring it up. Yeah, it sounds fun. <laughs> uh, there's a new smartphone game coming out. It's a uh, Deka Deka Mas, Deka Musu. It's a it's a smartphone game that pits heroes against giant girls. And it just, it blew me away when I seen it, because I'm thinking, man, Japan, what will you think of next? I, I was just wondering, how can I fight against giant girls on my phone? And Japan answers. You know what? I don't think that's coming over. <laughs> you think? That's a, I don't think I'm going to have access to this game, and it's going to make me mad. <laughs> you should just get a Android so we can get all these stupid games that we can never right? seem to get, because iPhones don't allow you to do that stuff. <sighs> But anyways, it's basically, it's on this island that has, like, nothing but, uh, I guess I could just read the synopsis here. Uh, the game is set on the fictional, uh, on a fictional all-female country of Amazonas. Its main excerpts are, or exports are high-quality perfumes and cosmetics. And it attracts girls from neighboring countries because it raises maidens. But it's now suffering from a severe outbreak of giantism, or gigantism. Its girls are growing to monstrous sizes, losing all sense of uh, reason or emotion, and smash things up. Uh, it's up to Agent RR18, <laughs> a foreign man with deep knowledge of girls, to put a stop to them. Apparently, the only way is uh, the only way how is to teach them shame after long turn battle uh, turn based battles. Perhaps this is why the game is only available for eighteen years and up. Maybe. But yeah, I've seen a little clip of it, and it has, like, this girl that's, like, 
I think she's on a dam or something like that, and just Pansu shot, and there's just it's turn based battle happens, and then she shrinks down to normal size, and I think she probably joins your party. It's really weird. Like I said, I seen that and just I got a kick out of it. It's stupid. It should probably not exist. <laughs> it caught my no. It so it needs to exist. This needs to exist more than some things. Well, they could always give it to Nintendo, and then to Nintendo will make it safe enough to bring over here. No. Which brings us to our next piece of news. I'm doing really good with the segues here. <laughs> uh, That's because you lined it all up when you were outlining it. Shush. Shush. <laughs> Don't break the magic, Chris. Oh, Don't okay. break Sorry. the magic has happening here. Speaking of magic, Fire Emblem Fates is a, a game that Andrew has been excited about since it was announced. Because I loved, we loved Awakening. Yeah. It was a really awesome game. Um, and then when they announced Fates, I was like, okay, great. Another 3DS Fire Emblem, and it looks huge. There's like five different skews for it, and you could buy a whole package, and I bought the whole package thinking, oh my gosh, I can't miss out on this. And then over like the the, the continuous months of actual localizing, we get... This is being censored. This is being censored. This is being taken out. This is being removed. This is being removed. And the latest one is the touch game. They call it the petting game, which I actually think it's head petting game. But the petting game, as they call it, is being removed slash not being removed. Um, I remember at some point they were saying they were completely removing it, but then... They said the room was still there, and then somebody went into the room when they got a localized version, and then they said it's there, but... When you go into, you select somebody, all it does is basically their face comes up and you just, just get a, they say what they're supposed to say and you don't really touch them at all. So it's, it gets to the point where you're supposed to touch them and it just kind of just skips the touching part and it, it gives a response and that's it. And then they kind of came back and said, well, if you want, if you marry a character, then that touch feature actually is usable. So... There's you can you could touch your waifu still, just not all of your waifus. So it's a Chris game, not an Andrew game. What? <laughs> I'm saying I have multiple waifus and I like to, to do the petting on all of them. And you're the you're the no, you get one waifu, and then this you're. you're I have a it. harem, sir. <laughs> but you have one waifu, and that's the only one you could pet. So it's fine for you. No, right? you're crazy. I want to marry them all. But yeah, I, I'm I'm so upset. It's. I, the other day, I, I think I texted you or told you at some point, I was like, I am so close to just, I want to take all of my Nintendo stuff and just take it all down to GameStop and just say, give me five bucks for this. I don't care what, I probably want some money out of it, but give me whatever you want to get me for all this stuff. I'm, I'm done with it. Like, I am tired of Nintendo, like all together. This is, this is Andrew Rant moment here, if you haven't guessed already. No, stop it. What? Because you don't hate Nintendo. I do. No, you don't. I do. I do. No, you don't. It, it was like a progressive thing because it was like, I, I when was the earliest real, like, no. I am not, I, mean, I refuse had... to be the only person who is sitting here defending Nintendo. Stop it. Super Nintendo. You had, like, Final Fantasy games. Nintendo Final Fantasy games were, yeah, technically they covered up the characters' pixels. They had, like, they added three pixels here to make it look like she had a bra on or whatever. So I understand that there's been censorship from Nintendo for a long time, but it's like here recently with the internet, and I think it's probably a lot to do with the internet being able to just bring out any issue that comes up. I mean, bravely default. 
all the costumes were changing that. Going into, uh, I wanted to get the uh, Fatal Frame. I was interested in Fatal Frame. And then they changed her age and said her entire backstory was that she wasn't a young uh, lingerie model or whatever. She's, she was actually in a, a full dress laying on the bed or whatever. I mean, it's like they completely changed the story of the character just to not have her be in revealing clothing. And then it's going into Xenoblade Chronicles X where it's just like, no, you can't even customize your character. You... We make sure that we cover up all these characters and make sure they don't wear revealing clothes. And then changing what the story is going on with them. You can't have these certain kind of themes in the story because that would be too much for children. And then it goes into, like, this with Fire Emblem Fates. It's like, you have petting games in your stinking Pokemon. I mean, the joke that we've seen the other day, who was it? That that guy that did the Mario one with, with the... Technically, yeah. in the in the Nintendo 64, we touched Mario's face. I mean, it's like, why is this one bad? And wh- why is it suddenly this has to be changed to fit children audience? And then you, you throw the memes in there. You throw the, just the, I love Nintendo. I hate Nintendo USA. There, is that is that good? Yes. Okay, there we go. The, we need to throw tons of memes that only certain people of certain groups of people on Twitter or Instagram are actually going to get and that are going to completely obsolete 10 years later when you go back and go, here, here, son, play this game I played a long time ago. And then they're going to have all these stupid little internet memes and they don't even know what the hell I mean. I mean, what the hell are you doing, Nintendo of America? You're making your games into meme sterilized pieces of garbage that aren't even aimed to me. I'm going to still play Fire Emblem because I love the battle system. But I hate the fact that... I almost want to not buy it because I don't want to support this crap. Because everything that the designer made this game has been completely changed. There's even stories of characters that they're changing because they don't want to offend the Western audience. It's just... it's, It's garbage. You change characters completely. You change their stories completely. You change themes completely. I don't care about the petting. I don't, I don't care about all this other stuff. You're changing the fundamental aspects of this game that was created for. That annoys me. And I guess that's the same thing argument we had with a lot of translation and dubs. Putting cuss words in them. Putting uh, dubs that have political agendas behind them. It's the same thing here. You're bringing something from Japan to America and you're completely butchering the crap out of it. And it's just, I don't, I want to support it because I love the game. I don't want to support it because I hate the localization. And that's that's my that's my rant. I don't I don't blame you. <sighs> I got it on my system. I'm happy now. Now people understand why we we we. Now this Friday I can get my super duper limited edition and sell it on, on eBay or something. Now everybody knows why we defend Moe and stuff like that. Because <laughs> it's the 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 creator's original intent that it should be mm-hmm. protected. That's we we we've, we've achieved our goal. We're we're done. Yeah, we're done. That's it. You made the point. Everybody um, has to agree. It with just us took now. Final Emblem Fates to do it. It took yep. Nintendo of America's <laughs> garbage localization to do it. It's just give Final Emblem Fates to and it's, that's the other thing that kind of threw me off with it. It's like the, the pictures of like this is what you get on Sony platform. And it's got like Sinraka girl girls all laying around. They're all like scantily clad or whatever and then you have 
like Fire Emblem Fates over here, and there's like blur marks all over just the just the key art with the characters. They're just like their faces are blurred. They have like sensor bars over their chests and stuff because yeah. it's like, oh, we gotta be careful with this when we localize it because it's gotta be sanitized. Uh, and that was my main point at the end. It was like, I, I I tweeted at some point when I was talking about just taking all my stuff and just selling it because I'm tired of. I don't want to have a Wii U in here anymore. I don't want to have a 3DS in here because I don't want to worry about is a game going to come out that I'm going to be excited for. I pre-order it and then five months later I find out that it's been sanitized to heck. It's just I don't think they aim games at me anymore. That's what it is. I apparently am not their audience anymore. It's Timmy. And Timmy shouldn't be playing Fire Emblem Fates because it's about people murdering the hell out of each other. And for some reason, you can murder the hell out of each other. You can slaughter entire countries. You can watch a guy get pelted with 50 arrows, but don't touch that girl's head. That is Japanese culture disgustingness. I, I seen this video where this guy was patting the head of this girl to say that she did a good job, and the girl was very happy. That, people, is very inappropriate. Never should have that in a game. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Right. Do we need to take a break? Ponycan! <laughs> Ponycan USA has announced their plans to bring Garakoa film to a physical version and box it and sell it to you. It's probably going to be expensive. It's $89.99. If you're looking to buy it, it's a Blu-ray disc format. It's a limited edition. Um, let me see. I don't have the contents of it. I don't have the, well, I don't have the contents of it. The set will include special box character drawing by original creator Kantoku, a, a digipack illustrated by main animator Toshi Kawamura, and an 88-page special booklet. The U.S. release will also include English translations of the booklet. That's pretty cool. Visually looks cool. But it is a movie for $80, $90, so... That's up to you if you feel that that's necessary. I kind of regret not getting the Yuki Yuna one still to this day because I thought that it was going to be a really crappy package and then I found out they did a really amazing job with it. And so now I don't want to buy it because I don't get those cool key arts anymore. <laughs> I actually tweeted him like, was that like a, yeah, technically it's until supplies last, not just a pre-order thing? And they're like, no, it's just pre-order thing. So I'm sad. I don't get my Yuki Yuna. I'll just wait till it gets cheaper again. Yeah. There is a new second video released for Cabanera of the Iron Fortress, which is a show that Andrew is like stupid excited about lately. That's coming out in uh, spring 2016. Because of the composer? Lots of things about it. <laughs> Squid Studio. People did uh, Attack on Titan. It's got Swano Hiroyuki's doing the music for it. Lots of cool things. But yeah, there's a new PV out there. It's got the... It kind of spotlights uh, one of the characters, a girl on the, the show. She looks like she's pretty awesome. She's got like a kimono and she attacks like she's some kind of ninja. Uh, looks visually great. Zo lots of zombie bites on people's necks. And it also points out that the OP will be done by Egoist, who did Guilty Crown, uh, music for Guilty Crown, Psychopaths, and uh, Project Ito Films. And it is going to be called Commander of the Iron Fortress. So they're going to make a song named after the show. We we were we we kind of mentioned it during the OP episode or the OPED episode music. Was it the music episode that we were talking about this? 
Yeah, because we were talking about that. So why don't you hear he wasn't doing anything, and then we realized right. that he's doing music. He's doing this, and yeah. this is the one that we were talking about. We're we're kind of excited about it. Yeah, it's like Attack on Titan, but they're zombies <clears throat> instead. And they're smaller. And I think there's big ones too, but a lot of small ones that chomp up those necks, which is always good. I just hope it's not too Attack on Titan because it does. They are people hiding from zombies behind fortresses, but there also is a focus on this rail system that goes between. Uh, these different fortresses, and I think it, the team that they're kind of following is the crew that actually protects those uh, those trains that go to locations. So they're not going to hide behind walls constantly and be angsty all the time. They're actually going to go out there and do stuff. <laughs> Besides, ride on horses for a little bit, and they get kicked in the face by some guy that likes to kick people in the faces. But yeah, uh, the other thing I had on there, I'm not even sure if we we're going to talk about it, but uh, they do have a released uh, eight minute first eight minutes. Of the selector destruction or destructed Wixos film. Yes, please bring now. One. I, I played for Chris the uh, last part of it where she starts saying Tama Bunch. Tama, 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 Tama. Then we're getting excited. And yeah, we found out something interesting. She didn't about have it. a name. It was something like she didn't have a name. She didn't know what to call herself. So she. I think she's telling her to say, to call herself Tama. I think, that, I think that's what they're saying. I, based off my terrible ability to translate. I yeah. think they're saying something about that. Because she just, she's saying that she doesn't know what her name is, and then she starts saying Tama, and they get all excited. And then she drops her ice cream, and she doesn't even realize it. Because they're lollies, and they're cute. <laughs> I think that was Rudy, uh, Rudy and, and her yeah. brother. No. That was Tama and the, the main character girl. Tama. This was? No. Because she was calling her Tama. No, because she called her Tama. She was saying her, her name was Tama. You're crazy. Are you talking about the end part? I'm not even talking about the end part. That's yeah. Me. That's not Tama. Oh, that's that's the main character, and that other girl is the. I know that's the main character. That's the main character. She's oh, that's the, the girl that wants friends. Tama. That one's the one that wants friends, right? Because doesn't she have a little thing on her? I don't know. <laughs> the stupid tangent here. <laughs> Who has the little thing on her on her hair? That's that's Rudy. That's the um, that's the main character. The other girl, I don't know who that is. I thought it was the brother. That's the main character. You're crazy. They're all excited about Thomas. Let me play the Thomas for everybody. Yeah, she's saying Watashi Tama. Yeah, because she asked what her name is, and she just can't remember what her name is. And okay, I'll call you Tama. There's probably a translation down here. No, there isn't. <laughs> Anyways, it was a really stupid tangent. So I guess you kind of win. Yeah, eight minutes. Selector infected, or the selector destructed Wix Sauce. If you're excited about the movie, go out there and check it out. They released the first eight minutes online, streamed, then you can go check it out and be excited. Which, Hopefully which, my, which my limited edition box set should be here someday. Did you order it? No, I asked somebody to. <laughs> I never got to go order it? What are you talking about? I just heard a, it's like 30 bucks on, on, on Funimation right now. And then we ended up talking but about something else later, and I said, shipping. please go ahead and get the mine while you're at it. What did I order? Oh. What? I didn't yeah. order anything from Funimation. You were, no, you were ordering it from somewhere else. Oh, no, I'm confused now. Oops. <laughs> please don't let it go by. <laughs> that's all I got to say. That's my biggest thing is I don't want to lose out on it. Oops. I really don't. 
Everybody, that was a oops moment. Uh, but yeah, select our destructive wick sauce. That's all we have for the news. Did you have anything to us? I mean, anything no. else? No. Are you sure? I'm no, positive. Nothing you want to tell anybody? I'm 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 trying to figure out how I can get this game. What game? Oh, the giant girls. He's stuck <laughs> on the giant girls. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all we have for for news. We'll move on to a community bit first. We're going to stop and give a quick promo for our guys over at AA Podcast. You can check them out at aapodcast.com. Give their preview a quick listen or their their PV their PV a quick listen and enjoy. We'll be back. The Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast presents When it comes to Pokemon, don't mess with Kazuo. I was in sixth grade and I had Pokemon on my Game Boy. I had a Game Boy Pocket, I think, at the time. I was in gym class and we were in the locker room and I'm getting changed. This kid runs by, grabs my Game Boy, and bolts. <gasps> and so I never got it back. Kid stole my Game Boy with my Pokemon in it. So in sixth grade, uh, one of my electives, I was a teacher's assistant. This kid had that teacher. So I basically went, allegedly, went into the computer and wrecked all of his grades <gasps> yes. and oh found his locker combination because the teacher keeps a record of all that. Broke into his, allegedly, broke into his <laughs> locker, stole all of his Pokemon cards, which he had a ton of, and took all of his textbooks and threw them away. I think he assumed it was me. We did end up getting to, into a fight later on. <laughs> And beat yeah, yeah, I got into a lot of fights in school. Beat that kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Fighting. To hear more of the podcast, visit us at aaapodcast.com or iTunes. Community. We're going to have to start a war with him at some point. What? The, the, the Pope over there wants to start, you know, killing off uh, Moe girls. There is a double standard over there, but it's like one of those things where you still do propaganda for the other team to show that you're neutral so that you can spring the attack. Oh, I, I see. Okay, yes, yes. The Moe will not die. No. The Moe is always with us. Your hatred for the Moe acknowledges the Moe. <laughs> it makes it stronger. 
It's only through denial that you can ever destroy something. <laughs> so, just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying. saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Community. TalkingSpirit.com. Up at the top. Forum link. Click on that. You die. It takes you into the, the matrix that is the Otaku Spirit forums where you'll like learn Jaekwondo. Not really, but you'll meet cool people and you might learn some things. Kung Fu. Kung Fu. It's Kung Fu. Okay. Sorry, Matrix guy. <laughs> the only guy here that's okay with the 15 minute long death scene. Hey. Spoiler. You can't <laughs> say that. What are you doing? I guess technically it was spoiler. God, it was all the way in the third episode, so. But yeah, you can go there, you can submit a question, and you can talk to people and and go onto the the threads for our podcast and yell at Andrew when he says things about stuff that you like. But yeah, our first question that we have is from Judude. Judude says, do you ever feel disappointed when a particularly good series ends and you wish it would be... They wish there would be more, uh, either because of particularly well-done world or characters you've become attached to who's going on you want to see continue. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What you got? A a million. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've answered this question before in the fact that nothing really ends in the anime world because they all have some source material that always continues on. Mm -hmm. Uh, finding anything that would be short of that would be something like, you know, an original work from a certain studio. Like, I can say, like, Hanasaki Roha, but I think they just recently are doing something with that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I pretty much the more perfect the show, the more you want it to be to continue on. Um, Yeah, off the top of my head, shoot. I mean, you've got a pretty good list right there. I, 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 the only one that I, I thought the first thing that would come to your mouth would be Maya. Because that was a yeah. uh, just fresh in the mind kind of thing. Um, I would probably throw Trinity Seven. That's more of a recent one that some things in there w- that I really did kind of like and I wanted to see expanded on. Yeah, but yeah. Fr- fresh in our minds here recently, we did a review for uh, Mayo. I don't think we've posted it yet, but we recorded it. Uh, but Mayo, he kind of forced me to watch that show, and that definitely is one of those ones where it felt complete. Like, most of those shows don't... Most of the things that kind of adapt from something don't really feel complete. That one felt very securely complete. But it was a huge world that I would love to see them continue on with. Uh, Spice and Wolf. I don't think these lists are ever complete without a Spice and Wolf yep. mention in there. <laughs> I think they did mention something about the the novel continuing. Um, oh, the novel's got, like, ten... Uh, ten well, they took ten a break or something like huge. that. And they were talking about it was continuing or something like that. So, but yeah, it's... Would love that's to. like Twelve Kingdoms, huge, yeah. and that's a, that's another one I would love to see continued. Uh, I watched Broken Blade here recently, and that kind of felt like that kind of cut off, and I could see it kind of continuing on. Uh, like I mentioned before, Hanasaki Roha, I would love to see. I, I think a lot of my shows, the problem that I have with a lot of them, it's like I when you mention like getting attached to characters, it's it's always an element of if it's a show that I really like the characters in it and they're like most anime, you know, like probably 90% of anime is all in that period of life where they're young and they're in school or whatever. There's always that kind of thought in the back of my head. I would love to see like a jump forward to them being older and adults or whatever. 
And then you kind of get that realization of, oh, yeah, that's when they're going to be working people and probably do nothing but work. And then that's probably going to be a really boring life. Um, but there's always a there's always a side of me that whenever I watch really good shows with really good characters that are in school, I always have a, like a fascination of seeing that where are they now kind of thing of let's jump forward, you know, 10 years and see if these two are still together, their family, their children, the things they've gone through in school or in that storyline, how that affects them and how they raise their children kind of stuff would be always really cool. Uh, I can't go without mentioning Fate's Day. I would always love anything else from Fate's Day would be great. Um, getting a little excerpt of that after story-ish kind of thing and Element of the Blade works. Maybe want more. <laughs> um, Noragami, I, I need more. And I know that there's probably nothing new anytime soon, but yeah, third season. Give it to me. Keep giving it to me. I love it. Uh, Barakamon, I figured Chris would probably like that one. I, yeah. I think they're doing a prequel story that's probably not going to have anything to do with Naru because it's a prequel story, but... We'll tentatively look into that one. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like some weird thing where he'll be doing his thing and then he'll like jump over the island and she's doing some random stuff and then it jumps back to him <laughs> and he's... But they never, ever speak to each other because they never knew each other. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe they'll I, maybe they'll have another a, a new lolly in there that there you will go. be just as fun. Yeah, that wouldn't work because he kind of acts like he's never really had to deal with children. It's true. He never really mentioned any children. So, uh, Clan and I put that on here because I'd like to see again. This is back in that Explore realm. Other like to see characters in an older age. I mean, after story, you did get a insight into one particular. Uh, direction but i would love to see the other characters in all our different directions it would be really cool i love the other after stories too uh beyond the boundary i'd love to see more from that that series i know they're doing the movies so i guess that one's a tentative thing because technically we are still getting more stuff uh katana katari i want to see where that goes from that ending because it kind of has an ending where you're like you know i'd almost like to see where this goes next like it has such a huge happening in the last two episodes and then it has something that comes up with this new direction that the character takes and it's like I'd almost like to see just a, like a, maybe a short just watching them just kind of go on their travels kind of thing. Yeah, I could. I could see either. Though I guess there is kind of a missing chemistry there for those that probably watched it. Uh, Current I, I, I want to see more of that show because I, I remember loving the first show, uh, the quote unquote first series, whatever it was you want to call it. Um, and then I got Tenjo, Ten, uh, Tango Chin, Tenjo Tenge, which I don't ever remember having a conclusion to that one. I kind of liked a couple of the characters in that show. I think you were saying they did something with the, a movie. But yeah, it felt like it just kind of just dropped off a cliff. Like no, like no game, no life kind of dropped off a cliff. Which one? Tenjo Tenge. I I, I don't hey. remember. I, I really got to go back and watch it. So I just remember the last episode was they were in front of the school and they were saying they were going to do a tournament and then it just stops. So that's my memory of the ending. I could be completely wrong, but that's instilled in my brain that was the ending. <laughs> so And I'm like, where's the tournament? Where's the next episode? Kind of thing. 
Uh, but thanks for the thanks for the question. Uh, next one we have is from Neko. It says question time. Oh no, Neko's doing question times now. Is he gonna keep track? Oh no, now we've got a Neko question. Now time. we have two numbers to keep track of. We have a Neko question time number, and then we have just a guy one. So we got to write on the wall or something. But he says, "Why are the heads on shonen action heroes in shows like Fist of the North Star?" And no, okay, 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 okay. I say it this way. Neko, if you're bringing bringing us questions, you have to send some of your uh, uh, Maid Cafe girls with the questions. Yes, Maid Cafe girls. Yes, he's he's got an entire uh, uh, like franchise of uh, Neko uh, Maid Cafes. Really? Mm-hmm. Why was I informed? Uh, it's been that way for a long time, sir. My gosh. My gosh. Anyways. Why are the heads on shonen action heroes like Fist of the North Star and Judge's Bizarre Adventure so freakishly small? Judge's not so much. It's like the rock being driven by a baby head. Please, talk for 15 minutes about this. <laughs> Why does everybody want us to talk about 15 minutes for? All right, on the clock, Chris. I, I, I know that we're not going to make... But, but, but think about the, the like commercials where you always see like these really big burgers... They use really freakishly small people for it. So the, these what burgers? Burgers, burgers. Okay, on, on like commercials, so it makes it look like it's a big burger. So they're trying to make their enemy look big. No, no, no. no. Okay, they're, they're trying to make the muscles look huge. So they only muscle up people that are small to make no. Them they look they 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 shrink down the head so it makes the the muscles look proportionally How do you larger. Down the heads. I don't know. You're you're saying like they, you're, you're are not you fluffing time? No, I'm just wondering. You're totally your logic fluffing here. time. I'm trying to make this very professional and logical. He asked a very serious question, and I'm being he serious. He gave a wink eye. I'm 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 being serious. He has I made, said it's it's just like the whole burger thing. You use a really small person to hold the burger. So that it makes the burger look really big. I think Chris is just making up things right now. I'm uh, going to give you my. I actually studied this. I looked into this because, like I said, I took this question very seriously. Okay. Because apparently Chris didn't. We all know a particular drug named steroids. (laughs) And there's a proven side effect to the steroid that makes certain things shrink. It's a very bad side effect. It does other things like it can stop your heart, gives you bad joints, it it shrinks your, it messes with your bones, it, it does all this stuff. But it also makes things shrink. And and that's the most important part. In the case of these particular warriors and the way that they fight, the chemical reaction that would make a certain thing shrink is projected to the head to... You know whenever somebody gets punched or whatever and the swelling happens, a blood rushes to that point, And it's relocating the steroids to that particular point. That shrinkage gets moved to their head. Because they get punched in the face so much. They get cauliflower ears and their head shrinks. Okay. It's a true physical reaction. Okay. We made three minutes, I think. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) No, two minutes. Like two minutes and a half. (laughs) We're, we're, We're buffering it more. If you slow that whole thing down, you could probably get 15 minutes out of it. Yeah, thank you for the question, Neko. Let's move forward to uh, Seismic Wolf. Seismic Wolf says, everyone loves animal girls. I'm not sure if that's true. 
I think there might be people out there that hate Animal Girls. Not me. No, I'm just saying not everyone. Yeah, probably. So there you. are some people out there. There's that probably don't. you with your no, since no, you hate no, hate no. all things Moe, you know. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> but I want to ask, what's your favorite Kemo Kemo no Mimi? What's your favorite? Oh wait, he has more. Okay, um, Neko Mimi oh. cat, Inu Mimi dog, Okami Mimi or Okamimi, which is wolf, or Usa Mimi, which is bunny. Or any other type. Do you have your favorite? I guess we can start with Neko. Now, the, the first thing I want to note is when I see this question, I'm going, wow, t- technically there's not many shows out there that actually have real yeah. animal characters. Like, they're always, yeah, you see your favorite character put on Neko ears, and you're like, oh, she's got, you know, Neko Mimimoto going on, mm-hmm. but... Never like that is a cat girl or that. True. I I couldn't really my think first, of my any first, bunny girls. Yeah, my first my first inclination was automatically to say, um, um, uh, oh my gosh. Well, thinking Neko, Kuro Neko. I, yeah, Kuro Neko. Well, thinking Neko, I think of immediately of uh, Hineko. So I was like, but yeah, technically true. she's not a cat girl, right? So it's, uh, it's the only actual cat girl I could think of. That I liked was Neko from K. I would probably say Nyanta. Okay. We'll go with that. Um, dogs, or, or, or Inumimi, um, the first one I thought was LBF from Outbreak Company. She's really cute. They're, yeah, you've got dog days then, down here. Again, There's a million in there. Yeah. I love them all. So, so. <laughs> again, so all I can think of is okay, any, outside of Elvia. I can't think of any other except for Dog Days, and um, I've never watched Rattori. it, but they're all cute. Rattori. Yeah, Rattori's cute. Well, it's the same as Neko. Uh, I liked uh, um, Cyan, but mm-hmm. it wasn't a favorite, though. Um, for Wolves, again, all I can think of is two, Wolf I think, is and a very Polo difficult is one. pretty much wins it. Which is the other one? I know that was a fox. Never mind. So, yeah, Wolf, that, yeah, there's only one I can think of. What's the fox squirrel? Huh? No, what's the fox? Oh, fox would be uh, Inari Kankan. She was a fox deity. She doesn't run around with uh, it. Uh, the ears, but. Uka. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's, uh, that's another one I really only thought of one wolf character. So. Hollow. And I mean, I mean, I don't think there's anything out there that can actually oh, be okay. Hollow, so. Okay. Roka girl. What's her name? I was thinking Dark yeah, Rabbit, bunny. but... Bunny, all I could think of is two bunnies, and one is in Gate, which I don't care for right now, and that's Iruta, whatever her name is. Tula. Tula. Yeah, Tula or something like that. Um, and then, yeah, um, the crazy chick from... Uh, or the, 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 the princess chick from Roca Brave of Six Flowers, but as anybody that watched that show, you probably might be on my side. It got really turned they off by her, so... They ruined her. They ruined her really badly, so... Um, I was thinking Dark Rabbit, but I don't think she actually was an Usamimi. I think she was wearing them, so... I'm sure Seismic will catch me on that one. Yeah. Um, Dark Rabbit has seven lives or something like that, if you want to look it up. It's it's on Crunchyroll. Um... You said other types. You bear. Didn't, you say you didn't say bear, and we have to mention the bear mama. Oh, from I'm Sedalia. always gonna go with uh, Shiro <laughs> and Lala or uh, Lulu from uh, uh, 
Yeah, they were cute. Yeah, they, they were, were definitely cute. Uh, they were bears. Yurikuma. Technically, again, I'm, I'm going to go back to my, was they really bears? Because there was a lot of symbolism. <laughs> they might not even actually been bears. Uh, um, but I don't know what I, kind of animal they are, but I love my Utawatamono character. Like, all of yeah. those. Yeah. All of them I all. thought they were deer, and at some point, they kind of switched it up. I yeah, guess they're like cats. Or could cats. Could be do- I always dogs. Dogs. They're, they're I, all over the place. Do- I think Bird girls fit the most. But <laughs> I think it is really a simple case of I think they were splicing multiple animals. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's really no way of telling. Um, I'm gonna say if you go for Tanuki, I there's a girl in Centric family that I I thought was adorable. Yeah, that's... she was not revealed until very late in the show, so kind of. And there's kind of a mixture of are they really that, or if it might be apparitions. But back Bakumanakatari, there's a particular cat girl in that one that was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, she one. was pretty epic. But yeah, I, I I'd go back to my previous statement gonna, of it's it's scary that there's not really that many. There's yeah. there's a very sore lacking of animal girls in anime, despite the fact that there's art everywhere and there's trying on. That's because stuff. a lot of them are over in the hentai side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best I mean, cabot, like, best cabot will always be Ryoki. The only cabot. Well, there's two cabots. Well, there's more than two cabots, but. <laughs> Uh, I, I definitely, I, I, I say a lot of, you're going to get a lot of your fix in the dog days group. So yeah. And then if you're into monster girls, you got months, month. And if you're into cats, you can go with cat planet cuties. You didn't care for that one though. It had its goods. No, no, you can get, you can get cat girls in, in dog days too. But you get a lot of more etchy in, in, uh, cat planet cuties. I don't know. Depends on the situation. The type. The type. <laughs> of, the type of. I know. Exploding clothes versus just. <laughs> just always in your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, Linzark says, "Hi guys. Hi Linzark. Just a question. If you're fir- if you fist bump Saitama from One Punch Man, what would happen? Would not happen. Not. I. I wouldn't even accidentally fist bump Saitama. Just not gonna happen." Well, technically, no, he, no, I, no, 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 I am not doing a I fist bump with Saitama. I don't think it necessarily means that if you touch the tip of his fist, you explode, because he technically touched a certain part of somebody, and that person's certain part did not explode. Okay, but, see, here's the thing with the fist bump, okay? He's going to be going forward just as you're going forward, whereas in that particular scene, he was just holding his hand up. No, he brought it up there. He just stopped. Right, and he stopped, and then the guy came and landed on his, his hand. Okay, whereas with the fist bump, he's actually so, pushing his hand forward. He didn't say that he has to f- bring it up. You could f- you could fist bump his fist. Like he's holding it out yeah. there. Well, see, I'm Somebody not going to take that chance. To start it. I'm not going to take that chance. Somebody always I'm has to start I'm not going it. to take that Somebody chance. Somebody always has to start the fist bump. <laughs> you can take that chance. I'm not. I'm not even going to accidentally. He said thank God. You're going to lose an arm. That's good. You're going to lose an arm with your little taking a chance. It would be more than that if he actually did fist bump. <laughs> uh, thanks for the question there, Linzark. Crazy as always. Uh, Neko has another question. Says, okay, with Sword Art Online, no game, no life. Overlord. Or actually says Overlord. Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. Is it okay to raise up boring girlfriends in a dungeon, etc.? Does it seem 
that you, uh, does it seem to you that they trapped in a game and MMORPG themed anime are displacing club shows as the overused genre of the moment? Seems like you can't swing a dead Neko without hitting a mage these days. I don't like swinging dead Nekos. I I don't really mess with dead Nekos. Well, yeah. Grimgar yeah. finishing an Ashes. Bad thing not about been my job. Seen to be a trapped in a dungeon, or is not a MMO RPG type one, or trapped in a game. Raise the and then trapped or. Wow, your your goofy crossover you made is throwing off so bad. Damachi <laughs> is technically not a video game trapped in a game type story. So I just want to get those out there so nobody says, wait, those aren't it. We know those aren't technically trapped in game ones. Um, yeah, I I mean, it, we were kind of mentioned before, it's, it's really where all the money is. So if they see that there is a, wow, this show is really popular right now, everybody jumps on that and they try to make that similar money. If they see Sword Online is making a whole bunch of money, they're going to look into all the source materials and try to find that next one that would do the same thing. And yeah, I guess for a while, their club shows were that thing. They were simple, they're easy to animate, they're in a one setting room, they're easy to put together, and they make money. Now it's the the adventure. People want these adventure stories, so they're going to keep making them. So as long as they still sell, it's going to be the next big thing. I'm happy for it. I, I'm more interested in seeing more of these types of fantasy start stories, even if it is a trapped in a video game type thing, more than a bunch of people sitting in a room making the same jokes over and over again. For a while there, I couldn't stand the club shows, and I got tired of them. And I'll probably be that way for these as well eventually, but for right now, I'm soaking them up. Yep. And dead Neckos do not swing. Don't hit mages with Neckos. Just in general, don't mess with dead Neckos. Just leave them alone. Yeah, like uh, you rabies. Don't don't even hurt. Don't even. Why do you have dead Neckos around you? Mm-hmm. Don't sing them by the tail. It's really nasty. Oh, let's see here. Just a guy says. Just a guy. Question time number thirteen. No, I haven't lost count, and no, I haven't put twelve three times. I think he's lying. He probably is. He's a shady, shady fellow. Question number one. Andrew, if there is... If if I were to get a copy of Modern Warfare 2, would you 1v1 me on Rust quick scopes only? I don't know what half of that sentence means, <laughs> so probably not. I think I know what quick scoping is. I don't know what Rust is. Um, and I, What's a I, Modern Warfare? Modern Warfare 2 is the one that when you start it up, you get a do you want to allow this certain episode of this game that might offend you, yes or no, prompt when you first turn it on? Okay. I, I played that one's campaign. I only play the campaigns in Call of Duty, so I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't do All I know is that versus. the last time I seen you playing a first person shooter, there was uh alien spiders flying everywhere and Alien spiders? Yeah. And this sounds think, interesting. What game is this? I wanna play it. It was it was it was a very very jungly environment. You were at one point you were on a train in a desert, and there was insect things flying everywhere. First person? It was a first person. That sounds well, like it Alien might have been a third. Might have been a third person. It was third but person. I'm pretty sure it was, it was probably a first Lost person. Planet too. I think it was Lost Planet. Was Maybe pretty, I don't know. You, were playing, you played, were playing with Stevie for a long time. The last first person. Yeah, that would probably have been Lost Planet. Last first person shooter I played was Titanfall. 
That's I true. Bought a, I bought a $500 stinking Xbox One with Titanfall, played it for three nights, and never touched my Xbox One since. So I bought it, was that March 2015? Mm-hmm. And I have not played it since. I am so angry that I bought that piece of crap. It's I put it in a pillowcase. I opened a pillowcase and slid it into there and closed it and put it on my lower shelf because I'm tired of dusting it because I never play it. You keep saying that you were going to... If he, if Chris had a place to put it, I would give him just do, do a Blu-ray player. <laughs> but he has no place to set it because it has to be flat and it takes up like... It's like a VCR You can't do size. it sideways like the no. 360? No, it's got a big old vent. You have to let all the vents uh. go. It's huge. It's like a VCR. For those who don't actually know what a VCR is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I do not do online shooters. Like I played Titanfall three times and got tired of it. So that shows you how much I enjoy. I, I just get tired of the respawn, shoot, get shot, respawn, shoot, get shot, respawn, shoot. And you have less of a chance of playing a first-person shooter with me than you do with Andrew. And Titanfall really only ju- grabbed me because mechas. Like, yeah, mechas. It, it mech- looked and the mechas really were cool. cool. The mechas were cool. It looked really cool. For three nights. <laughs> and then everybody learned how to play stupidly good because while I was working and sleeping, they were still playing. And then when I got <laughs> home, they were wiping the floor with me because they learned all the tricks and all the places to jump off of. And it's like, I can't okay, to, to give you a, a, a further example, I went and bought Splatoon because I thought it was oh like the, the first person shooter that I could actually play. Because it was cute, fun, you know. I played it for an hour, and I have not touched it since. And now you can't get on there without getting the floor mopped with you by Japanese players. Oh, I couldn't. Players. Get, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. They, they were mopping the floor with me then, and I was only playing it for an hour. Like, like I've never heard of Japanese players liking first-person shooters or, or, or arena-style games. But Splatoon... They're apparently wiping the floor with everybody. It's, like it's crazy. fun. It's it's fun and interesting and 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 but don't but you have to play in the versus mode. You cannot do much of anything in that game without playing in the versus mode. That's like so, that was a bad thing about Titanfall. It's like why is there a campaign? There's a campaign. N- not really. No. Yeah, this one. <laughs> it's a versus arena while some narrator yells in your ear about some story that you can't even pay attention to because you're too worried about. Uh, Teabags you four five five killing you every time, <laughs> two seconds. Uh, it was bad. Wow. Question number two: <laughs> How many anime do you guys watch at a time? I currently do seven at a time. All of them. Go to animechart.net and count that, and that's how many we watch. Yeah, pretty much. Except for the movies. Yeah, we movies we usually don't get. Some there's one or two that may not be in the list. But generally, I, generally on the simulcast schedule, it's pretty much the entire the entire list. Yeah, pretty much. Or you can just go to our first impressions list and count up part one and part two, and you'll get the list there. I think it was like 33 this time. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Real bad this time. A lot of shows. Uh, number three. If there is any, was any anime you would destroy for no one to watch, which one would it be? We've None. mentioned this one before. Yeah, because we don't want to. Yeah, mm-hmm. morally, the big huge soapbox. We don't want to damage things because we want everybody to enjoy the shows they enjoy, and to damage even the worst of shows, somebody out there probably enjoys it. And there's it's some person's writing. We don't we want to expect that kind of stuff. If I wanted to be mean, I'd say JoJo and Dragon Out of the Resonance. <laughs> <laughs> Dump a whole bunch of hate in the world. <laughs> 
just for the sake of getting more replies to this thread, the thread for this article, <laughs> I'd say JoJo. But you haven't even given really it a shot. It. I How don't can you do- really mean it. I don't really mean it. It's okay. But no, I wanted to say Dragon Out the uh, the Resonance because that's the only other show that I can think in my mind that I despise. And I'm wondering now because I I checked out clips of it because I'm like, did I what? Why did I hate that show so much back in the day? And I'm like. This reminds me so much of Cross Age, and I'm wondering if I should go rewatch Dragonaut the Residence and see if it's just a case of a Cross Age thing that I didn't want to touch <laughs> back then. I don't know. It's a weird show. Yeah. Four. What movies or Western shows do you guys think deserves a movie adaptation or vice versa? I think we've answered that one before, too. I don't know what we answered it, though. I think that we said something like... Um... I mean, Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, game, we do Games of Thrones, Walking Dead's, and the yeah, and the um, Lord of the Rings. Heck, throw some stuff like that. Yeah, but there's a lot of cool ones out there. I would love the Lord of the Rings. That would be way cool. That'd be way cool. Just a bunch of lolly characters. Oh my cool. gosh, that would be epic! <laughs> Switch the entire, totally cross the entire uh, cast. That would be awesome because you know that. Uh, What's his face? The old man would be just a uh, just a large chested <laughs> middle aged woman. <laughs> you shall not pass. That would be like just like nosebleed drip, and then the entire bridge just collapses, and they all fall down and. Uh, No, no, damn it! (laughs) Yeah, falling all the way down, going oh, 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 oh my gosh! (laughs) You just broke the world. We got our title for the episode. What's his name? He's not Merlin, is he? What's his name? He's Gandalf. Gandalf. There you go. You just broke the world. And then we all know it's going to turn out to be a hentai. Because <laughs> uh, we don't get good fantasy shows. Dojin go nuts on it. Uh, let's see here. What, what were we even at? Uh, Some of the five. hottest elves ever. <laughs> Hot elf action. Oh my gosh. But see, I, I would. Lego I'm, I'm always scared. Never I'm, been I'm always hotter. scared. I'm always scared when they start going into the dwarves. Because the but, dwarves, they have this kind of weird thing about all dwarves have to be. Have beards and stuff like that, and the no, or outbreak company, not an outbreak company. Outbreak <laughs> company was the only one who did it justice. It was the greatest ever. Like gnomes. Five. How many pins did the Apple connector for iPods, iPhones, and iPads have before iPhone five? I think sixteen. Maybe twenty. I have Maybe, no idea what 20. that, th- that is. 20. So. It's a really long one. Oh, okay. I got. I think got 20. You. It might be 20. I'm, I'm going to go with 20. It might be 30. Or 24. It's somewhere between 20 and 30. 20, <laughs> 24, or 30, I'm thinking. Probably 24. 24, 24. sounds right. I'm going 24. Well, I, I would be guessing based on the, the multiples. I know it's double because on both sides, and I think there's 12 on each side. What sh- this is so fascinating for anybody that actually doesn't get this as a random joke. What show would you guys want officially released outside of Japan, obviously without the use of pirate places? 
Wow. Um, I have an entire thread devoted to this. Let me let me pull that up. Was it called License Rescue? I want my I I want my uh, record of Lotos and record of Lotos too. I want them so bad. Yep. I can taste them. Yep. I can. I can. There is on. no license that I want saved more than that one. Uh, Nishijo. I don't know why Nishijo is not. Why, why nobody has Nishijo. That's just a crazy one. Um, Hare and Goo needs to be rescued. Please, Goo, give me my Goo. Apparently, Funimation has it, but we never really seen anything out of it. Um, Scrap Princess. I keep telling companies get Scrap Princess. It's a Bandai blow up license that somebody needs to grab. I think Code Geass has has been grabbed by Funimation. They just need to release it. Eventually. Oh, Cheeky Angel. Heck yeah. yeah! I would love to see Cheeky Angel pop back up. Uh, Tenchino, Tenchino, Tenchino Kanamakai. Yeah, I love that. Was a weird one that I don't know why I loved it, but I just loved it. It had so much charm and. It was creepy at first, but I would love to rewatch that one. Uh, Katana Katari was lost by NIS America before I got it, so that sucks. And, and please, way too expensive. Funimation, hurry up with the Witch Hunter Robin. Stop. Yeah, they need to get Witch Hunter Robin and Escaflowne out already. It's been taking way too long on those ones. Um, they put yeah, they put all the people who are on doing that in that department. They put them all on that stupid Bebop one. Because that was the, the, the big draw to that article, was the Bebop. Cowboy oh. Bebop. They got Cowboy Bebop at the same time as those ones. And they were saying that they're going to release Cowboy Bebop. Now, Cowboy Bebop is out, right? Yeah. So, stop messing did, with everything else and version. get my stupid Witch Hunter Robin out. There's still super duper release of it. Right. So. Yeah, and do a super duper release of Witch Hunter Robin. I would fork for that. Yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's all I got. Uh, I think Dino Coil was was dropped as well, uh, and I think that's all I got in my list here. And I, I like that uh, Discotech Media is grabbing a lot of them because like they're gonna they're they've already got Iria coming out here soon. I was I was glad to see that one. Uh, let's see here. Do you guys still own tube televisions? No. I thought at some point of grabbing a tube monitor back when I was getting back into the retro gaming stuff because. Scan lines and stuff are always nice to have a tube monitor for, but there's no point in them anymore. I just threw away another tube monitor at my work, and I was like, why is this even in this building? <laughs> <laughs> and it's always difficult to get rid of because it's like you can't really just, just throw it in a dumpster unless you put it in a bag and then don't tell anybody and throw it in the Did dumpster. Did we get rid of mine? I think I had one in the closet for a while, or did I finally get rid of it? Probably got rid of it. Otherwise, About the would, time. Otherwise, the shell would probably Stupid break. Stupid thing. Uh, do you guys, uh, do you guys, do you think anime can get good Lego sets out of them? Attack on Titan, or an example being Attack on Titan, Sword Online, School Days. That would be cool. Heck yeah. Don't see it ever happening. Legos are epic. Yeah, yeah. Do not underestimate the power of Legos. I don't know, maybe, maybe eventually. I have an entire box of Legos out there. <laughs> I don't know, maybe whenever they, uh, whenever Disney cuts off Lego from all the Star Wars stuff, maybe they'll have to turn to anime. That'd be cool. Please. That'd be cool. Please, Disney. Number nine says, what do you guys think? Uh, I want a Hodo Lego girl. That would be epic. Yeah. And a little <laughs> cart and a horse. And, yes. And what's his face? You're right? getting on board with this epicness. I'm getting, Finally. I'm getting on the wagon. Yes. I'm getting on the wagon. It's about time. What do you guys think? Persona. Little apples. I'm guessing this is. A whole bunch of little apples. Oh, okay. 
whole bunch of little apples for yeah. her to carry around. That'd be huge. <laughs> what do you guys think the PS5 will look like, and will Who it support 4K? <laughs> I get a kick out of that every time a new console is announced. It's like everybody's like taking these blurry images and trying to like shape the thing into what it's supposed to be. And it's like, y'all know you're never going to get it right. Just wait until they release the stupid pictures. It's just a taunt to get you talking about the stupid thing. People are bored. They're always starting the, the, the next console when before the first one comes out. I mean, it's they're always developing them. Uh, PS4 def- supports 4K, so yeah, um, that's 4K gaming. That's a completely different story. I don't see that being a possibility, um, unless something really changes with 4K. I don't think 4K is really taken off yet. Uh, I know people said that about one uh, 1080p, and I know people said that about HD to begin with, but I don't see 4K taking off quite yet. So that's really a thing of. People have to support and use it before it can take off. Well, until porno takes off with it, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Everything, well, everybody requires was, porno. Everybody, everybody was looking at the 3D stuff, and that never took off. That never. I mean, it. it I, I still think that people no, got still, stuck with 3D still, TVs and it. oh, the 3D television. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> 3D television. I mean, I, I know that, that the VR thing. I know bad. the VR thing is coming, but. And that one I'll be I'll be impressed if that actually catches on. Why is there a big old Trump face on my on my iPad and he looks stupid? Because just a guy asked, "Can I have a small loan? A small loan of a million dollars?" And apparently, well, go talk to, to him. Hey. I guess ten. If there was one show <laughs> you guys get the option of bringing back and directing, which one would it be? I, I'd be a terrible director, so I don't think I wouldn't direct anything. If anything I would direct, I'd probably be like an action show or something, just because I I would hope that I had some kind of say in going, here's a copy of the first season, the first season of All Noah Zero. Do on this what you're going to do on the show with the music and the vocals and the and the cues for the action. Because you that that's how I want my shows is that that perfect synchronization of great music, great sound, and great action. So that's it, though. I, I I'd be a terrible act director, though. Yeah, I would I would pretty much give it up to the artist and up to the best. I see, I, see, I would be a horrible director because I'd be, be a bunch delegating of stills. too much. <laughs> be a bunch of stills. No, I'd be delegating too much. <laughs> I'd be a desk. Yeah, I'd be a desk. Uh, it says, that is all. Thanks for answering the questions. I hope you'll 1v1 me, Andrew. Quick scope. Rust. Modern Warfare. Yeah. Miss145 says, most people typically ask what anime is the best out of something, but I want to twist that type of question with this. I want to know what anime do you love, but it's considered to be very bad to most people. Now. To make the question a bit more interesting, you cannot use any of the following. Any long-running series, Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh!, any anime based on video game, and any hentai. All drats. There goes all my hentai answers. (laughs) Like La Blue Girl. (laughs) Um, Yeah, where do you want... I I joked with Chris before the podcast saying, how much time do you got? Because technically, every season we talk about Tons of shows that everybody just throws in the garbage after the first episode. So, uh, the more difficult 
I, I guess trying to be a little more. Uh, My first reaction was was stuff like uh, Samurai Brides, and then I started really really thinking about it. It's like a lot of the shows that I watch are are considered quote unquote bad, so. It would be unfair for really to think of it from my my perspective. Um, that's, what, that's, what was the other one that's that I? That's what he's mentioned? asking. He's asking you though. <laughs> what was the other one that I had mentioned? I don't know. I just heard Samurai Girls and Samurai Brides. Samurai Girls and Samurai Brides. Um, I don't know. Here recently, for some reason, there's this big, huge movement of people hating Clanad, and so apparently now I like a show that everybody hates. <laughs> I, like out of nowhere, just for like a week straight, everybody was just bashing like everything that came out of Clanad, and it's like, are we having revisionist history happening now, or is it suddenly everybody's thinking that Clanad has always been a garbage or something? Uh, I don't know, but I still absolutely love Clanad. It's still like one of my number one picks. So hate it. I don't care. Every, teach their own kind of thing, um, but yeah. There's, well, there's God time. only knows. It's that's that's I'm sure my crap. Um, I don't think I have any on my shelf that I think are like renowned as being garbage. That I oh liked. my uh, my uh, flowers of evil. Everybody hates that, so I can be the only one who likes that. Everybody hates rotoscope. They don't hate flowers of evil. <laughs> A lot of people hate another too, and I liked another. So I don't know. It's it's a hard one to take because I mean it's really hard to tell what exactly everybody hates and discuss or despises. So, but yeah, usually every single season I'll usually have one or two or three, five shows that I think are good or okay that, like I said, are just trashed immediately. <laughs> like Grimgar right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently everybody hates Karen Oh no no no! Everybody likes it now. They're changing their mind. Yeah, because okay. because scenes. Because scenes. Because scenes. I don't. I don't know what scenes means. Scenes. scenes. A scene happened. A particular that scene. People like people like it now. Oh, right. You stop watching it because if that's the only thing you like, then right. you're not gonna like the rest <laughs> of the show because you still got another seven to go. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else uh, we have. Semi Bolt says, "Semi question number one." Now we have semi questions, and then everybody, everybody sitting here like it's like suddenly it, they they knew it all along that the show was good. Yeah, hipsters. <laughs> so we have Neko questions. We have just a guy questions, and now we have semi questions. Semi question number one. <laughs> For some reason, people seem more willing to say CG films like Frozen are beautiful, but not when it comes to 2D drawings. Is it because of CG realism? I have no idea what that question is asking I, me. So. I read it three times. Um, I would I would venture a guess that it's saying that it's beautiful, but when it tries to recreate 2D, it's not. Is that because of the realism? So therefore, the uh, depth. Yeah, I can see like doing like uh, cartoonish and more cell shaded stuff versus like, yeah, Frozen. You know, going which has realism. the depth it, because it actually has the ability to effectively make the computer try to add the sh- the shadings and and all that stuff. I think shading is really the big difference. Well, the 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 I can tell I can give my reason and it this is exactly what it is 
with Frozen, everything is CG in that. It is all 3D rendered. With the bad use of CG in anime and 2D drawings, it's a problem of you're watching 2D drawn characters, and then boom, there is suddenly a CG character flying around. Like uh, Alcana right now, you have every character looks like they're flat 2D, and then they go to do a match, and whoosh, there's a CG flying character in the air. I mean, it's that that just it's that jolt of oh CG now we're doing CG now. That's where the problem comes for me. It's it's you do one or the other. Don't do, don't sit there and juggle them back and forth kind of thing. Like Babuki uh, Barunki, they're doing full CG. Just do that full CG. Go go with it. Don't give me. The first 10 minutes of Bubuki Baruki is 2D characters, and then suddenly out of nowhere, everybody's CG as they're fighting. I mean, that would be a completely different story for me watching that show. Uh, I, 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 I personally, and this is one of those weird things, I'm kind of, in a way, I'm purist. I like to have my 2D artwork. I think it's generally more aesthetically pleasing. But I do understand that we're going into a realm of CG. I've never really been completely hateful of it. But at the same time, it's like, come on. I mean, I'm one of the few people who liked uh, Arpeggio. And Arpeggio apparently is the worst thing ever because it's all CG. Uh, but at the same time, I I do understand the, like I said, because I'm kind of purist, I kind of understand the rejection of the CG, but it's like, you're going to have to get over it. It's coming. You're not going to get away from it. I mean, we've are we, this, this season we've got what three full three, full CG or what? I know at least two. two. Yeah. Off the, the top of my head. And Ajin. Ajin. Um, and that's coming from the last, the last, last season. What had what two, and then the season before that had one. And then if you go... F- and then there's a huge jump all the way to Arpeggio, which one was, was kind of the last one. one. I seem to remember it, but I could be wrong. Who knows? I think the last one we had since then, these were, uh, was Sidonia. Unlimited Blade Works was. That was in the same season, I think. But yeah, I think Nicedonia is the only, or uh, Limited Blade Works is the only case where I've seen where it does it well together. And that, I think, was because they had a huge budget behind it. And I have really, I mean, uh, God Eater was doing a pretty dang good job of it as well, but it had a really unique style to it. So, I mean, it's doable, but it's just very rare when it's actually done properly. And I think a lot of companies don't have the resources or ability to do it, so... My my th- thought is just to stay away from it. Uh, send me question number two says, would you rather an a anime have an amazing story or an anime that is just really fun to watch? Uh, both. I'm, I'm fine with either one. Um, if I had to choose, um, I'm more a fan of story because just having a world and something to absorb is always cool. And I'm... I'm- I'm I'm the same way I'm with both, but I I kind of go with more fun to watch than an amazing story. It's one of those weird things that if I have an amazing story, 
that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> if it's fun to watch, you might not have a really big story. It might just be because the characters are fun. Yeah, and, that, and that's the same. Yeah, that's the same with the whole story versus characters is really what you get get down to. I have to be able to enjoy my characters and then I'll enjoy whatever they're doing. Uh, whereas Andrew is more along the lines of he wants a, a good story. And then if he's got good characters... Uh, that's all we have for the questions. We're gonna go into uh, some feedback, and then we're oh, we're not gonna things. we're not going to talk about this this int- interesting version of JoJo going on here because I didn't know JoJo's Bizarre Adventure I guess, was I guess about. We can conclude. We can, we can conclude with that. I guess. Would you want to read it? Well, I'm I'm very interested in this potato wedge thing. Okay. Because apparently, it seems that we have the wrong impression of what JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is. Who's saying this? It's semi-bold. Okay. Okay. He's 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 telling us that it's about a young potato wedge that must stop the person that has the mask of big business from turning people into French fries and ruling the world as a superior food. Jojo, however, does not want everyone he loves to turn into a mainstream taste of French fries. So he learns the art. He did not say French. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm just going to get that straight. No French in there. <laughs> Fries. So he learns the arts of con- condiments and destroys the mask of the golden-haired King Fry to save the Potato Wedge bloodline. I'd watch that. I'd totally watch it. I'd watch that. So we're going to have to go and watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure now. For the for the fried JoJo's. <laughs> I haven't had a really good JoJo in forever. They just don't make good JoJo's here. Uh, yes, this says, is the South. Favorite? They all have the best JoJo's. No, they're all, they're just a potato. <laughs> like, there's just a corner of potato. It's like I'm eating a corner of a baked potato. That's really what you're <laughs> eating. It doesn't taste like a JoJo. It doesn't have that crust on it. Deep fried, disgusting. You're going to have a heart attack. They crust. deep fry everything here. But they don't. It don't deep fry they enough. They deep These fried too big. No, they deep fry everything here. I mean, I'm literally telling everybody. Everybody deep fries everything now. It's, that's a thing across the world now. Everybody loves their Twinkies and junk. Who deep fries a Twinkie? That was the nastiest thing I butter. ever. Had. People deep fry a stick of butter. Oh my gosh! Yes, you had a stick of butter. No, I've, oh, only, okay. the, I've only had the Twinkie. That's I had all the I've Twinkie. Done. That was nasty. I've I, I've heard about the Snickers. I want to try the Snickers. I've had deep fried pickles. That was interesting. Uh, deep fried cucumbers. That's that's all right. Or zucchini. They don't do zucchini here. Zucchini yeah. was a Western thing, which I miss zucchini. I haven't tried the deep fried uh, corn cob. I haven't tried that yet. There's there's tons of corn cobs <laughs> that you've eaten. They deep fry everything here. <laughs> It also says, what is your favorite ice cream? I... Probably deep fried. It used to be Rocky Road. <laughs> it used to be Rocky Road for the longest time, but I, I've i I've had a thing like Because I don't really eat ice cream as much as I used to, unless, like, here recently I kind of messed around with a tub of ice cream. But Snickers ice cream. If you put a Snickers ice cream bar in front of me, I will eat it. There's something about a Snickers ice yes, cream bar. Yes, I, I, I can agree with that. So um, I would say... Uh, but Reese's Blizzard are all good. Personally, I go for Briar's chocolate. Now, and that's it's actually a certain 
distinct taste that only Briar's chocolate has, and it's the same no matter where I go. But sometimes you can find store-bought, never ever out of a fast food restaurant. You never get it there. It's got to be store-bought ice cream bins. It's a certain taste that a chocolate ice cream has, and Briar's is consistent all the way across the board, but sometimes other stores can have it. But it's a very distinct taste that only chocolate ice cream has. Oreo, Oreo blizzards are good, too. You and your mixing junk into stuff. Yeah. Like normal That's not people. ice cream. Like normal people. That's not ice that cream. That is totally ice cream. It is not ice cream. Yes, it is. That is mixing ice cream with something else. It has something in it. How do you think you make your chocolate stuff? It's not originally Briars, chocolate. Briar, I, it's I, not I, I like wouldn't. stuff comes out of a cow as chocolate ice cream, and it suddenly <laughs> it's ice. You mix things to make chocolate ice cream. You put chocolate syrup into the cow, and it gives you chocolate no. milk. No. <laughs> you don't freeze the cow, and then stuff comes out of it frozen, fresh off the corner of the street. Okay. Into your bucket. You're mixing a bucket with it, too. Honestly, Briars in general, I love their most all of their ice creams. So, yeah. It's just, if you want a brand, Briars, for me. It's got down the brand and everything. Brand is absolutely Briars any day of the week. Okay. But I can't afford it. That's way too expensive. <laughs> I also like drumsticks. I love I love my drumsticks, too. I haven't had a good eh. drumstick in a long time, either. I, I used to love them, but I, I'm, I'm more into Briars now. Apparently, you've said it, you've said that name about five times. I think, we're, I think we're making some money off now. We need to. Uh, yeah. So feedback we got. I think thanks, uh, Sammy Bolt, for the questions. Even though you didn't list that second Sammy Bolt question as Sammy Bolt question number three, you're losing count already. That's not good. You're, you're already breaking the trend here. As some feedback, we have a five star review from CC Taka, uh, Takato from on iTunes Store reviews again. Great way to support us is going on to iTunes and, and submitting reviews. Uh, it says, five-star review, one of my fave shows. Taku Spirit is one of the favorite anime podcasts. I love the the hosts actually seem to love anime, unlike the other podcasts that seem to spend a lot of time bashing shows. Uh, their discussions of anime are always fun, and even when the hosts call, are critical of the show, they're always respectful of others who like it. Their unboxing videos on YouTube are a lot of fun, too. I highly recommend checking them out, and you're just if you're just looking for a really fun anime sh- discussion show. I might have read that one already. I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, we haven't had a discussion since the 15th. No. Well, no. It was it was late January because we did the the two year thing. I don't know. If not, I'd love to tell people about CC Takato again. So that's fine. Uh, next one we have is a five star uh, from uh, Chapter Nine. Oh, Chapter Nine. Okay, I'm remembering that right. Uh, says my favorite anime cast, the Otaku Spirit anime cast, is without a doubt my favorite anime themed podcast. The hosts have a great chemistry, and uh, we're made of chemicals now. Apparently, are we? I guess so. We're chemicals. I feel like oil and water. I, that would be a bad chemistry. You said great chemistry. Oh. I guess like peanut butter and jelly. That sounds disgusting. No, Let's move no. on. <laughs> and the audio quality is excellent. The the hosts keep the review spoiler free and always make an effort to highlight positive aspects of the shows as well as negative. 
what really sets the Otaku Spirit anime cast apart from the rest of the fanta- is from the rest is the fantastic community uh, that have uh, they have developed. Uh, that's not really us. That's that's everybody. It's in the community. They are friendly, welcoming, and very respectful of other everyone's opinions. Uh, thanks so much, for Andrew and Chris, for making such a great podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I kind of slipped in there. The the community on TalkSpirit.com is all the community. It's definitely the people that have joined and made it what it is today is nothing to do with me and Chris. We just basically made the, the forum and then said, come join, and then they made the form what it is. So definitely appreciate you and everybody else on the forums for, for making that what it is. Um, but yeah, that's definitely some great feedback. Thank you guys so much for those two five-star reviews. Um, yeah, it's, it's always been a, a, a thing of ours to make sure that we're always spoiler-free. That's why I always go through and re-listen to our podcast. We always write down times. We bleep out things that even when we do slip something out that we're, it's like... Anybody else would be like, that's not really a spoiler. It's like, no, somebody might see that as a spoiler, so let's bleep it out and kind of move on kind of thing. So that's definitely something that we're always shooting for. But yeah, that's... Uh, and it's, it's always good to highlight the positive aspects of shows even when a show is bad because if you spend too much time talking about what a show, what a show doesn't do and not what a show does do, I mean, you're defeating the purpose of even reviewing it. Yeah. Spend too much time talking about the what the show doesn't do. You might as well watch a show that does that and just leave that be. And the spoiler thing, I mean, we've we've discussed it before. It's like, what's the point in giving people a review of something that you're telling everything that happens at the end? It's kind of defeats the purpose of people coming to you to find out whether or not they should watch a show. Yeah. Or you're <laughs> I was uh I ran into a, a recording here recently where they were talking. It was, I mean, it was a fun Valentine's podcast, and I mean, I, I appreciate that talking about uh, great love couples and stuff like that. But it's like technically, you're talking about two characters getting together that at the beginning aren't together and aren't supposed to be together, and you're kind of ruining that spark that happens. Or yeah, you're that was technically a- talking about a character. A very tragic thing happening with a character. You shouldn't be talking about that. That show, and not even saying spoiler warning beforehand. It's just, I am. I hate spoilers, and so that yeah, it gets thrown in our podcast the way we design them. So yeah, it's and that was a particularly very special scene that it's like. I I wouldn't want to know ahead of time that that was <laughs> happening. I mean. It's not that a, you don't see it coming at some point. It's just that it was such a special scene, and yeah, it was and everything about that scene. Yeah, what they I said, mean, and it, I mean, it pulled pulled me to tears. So I mean, I could imagine if I go into it knowing that that scene is going to happen, it probably wouldn't have the same impact. And that's always my fear when I hear spoilers. Like I don't want to. I don't want to have that. Would this been better if I didn't know this kind of thing happening in my mind? Um, but yeah, that was when I texted Chris like. This podcast, careful, has this spoiler, which you already know, uh, but this one you don't, so you might not want to listen. They do not give warning. <laughs> We're always kind of doing that back and forth. Don't listen to this one because it's big spoilers of this thing. Yeah. Don't like our spoilers. That's well, I'm the them. one that ends up listening to crud loads of podcasts, so I when tend to bump do. into spoilers a lot. <laughs> Including one for 333. Evangelion 333 that actually released. I'm reminding everybody that it actually released 3.33. Evangelion's out. That's all the time we have, though. 
we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. Uh, thank you all for listening, and you all take care. Oh. <laughs>